Welcome to Life in the Key of M, the podcast. I'm your host, Mama Soul, and the streets of New York City are my studio. Life is made up of a series of moments strung together, moments of merriment, melancholy, and even the mundane. The idea for this podcast stemmed from a social media header and hashtag I use to share memories. Well, Life in the Key of M, the podcast will feature conversations with magic makers, motivators, mavens, mischief makers, miracle workers, and other marvelous beings who are rich culture and move society forward. The podcast is also a platform to magnify the creators who make those moments. Life in the Key of M is produced by SRL. Follow on Instagram at SRL underscore NYC or email at SRL ABSNYC at gmail.com. Music provided by DJ King James. Follow him on Instagram at DJ King James NYC. After a wonderful boozy, boozy brunch, yes. I can't even speak that boozy brunch <laughs> and a, a summer stroll yes. in the heat wave. But we're here. We are here. We are made here. it. We are here. We are in Harlem. Sweaty and glistening. Glistening. Yes. I am here in Harlem with the one and only Sabrina Boissier of Natural Partners in Crime. I'm in the building. What's up, everybody? What is Natural Partners in Crime? Natural Partners in Crime is me, not a group. <laughs> My goal is to shine light on women who are embracing their natural hair. And that might sound like, duh, but most of us don't know what grows out of our hair. We've been getting perms since we were 8, 9, 10, 12, 13. And to be a grown-ass woman and now dealing with these kinks and quills, you need to try. You need to know that what's coming out of your head is beautiful and yours. So my goal is to have events that showcase beautiful hair, beautiful women, all shapes and sizes, and all ages. And I've been doing that for the last seven years, and I love it. I love my tribe. I love African-American women, women of color, because you guys always support and keep it real with me, which I appreciate. So we are, well, we started out in one location, which was Divine. We had a great meal. And then we went to another establishment, and now we're at a third location. So, life in the key of them, we're keeping it mobile. Yes. So, the environment is the environment. It is we're just it is. seeking refuge from the heat right now. That's all we're doing. Exactly. And, exactly. Uh, and in the midst of all of that, it's a hot day. I'm out and I'm looking. I haven't seen a lot of wigs. I haven't seen a lot of wigs. It's too hot for that. Nobody got time for wigs and hair glue. Let's be real. This is the season of protective styling. And protective styling does mean wigs. But I also think that in order to let your scalp breathe, you do have to let those wigs go. So I'm a firm believer in the summertime, headscarves, turbans, um, braids, whether it be straight backs or knotless, that's the way to go. Or honestly, wearing your fro and letting it be. It's going to be frizzy. It's going to be kinky. Whatever. No one cares at this point. It's too hot. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that's why my head is all tied up because I need something to suck up the sweat. There you go. There you go. Exactly. So you said you've been producing events, natural hair events, for seven, eight years? Seven, eight years, yes. What was the spark? What was the thing that led you to event production in the, event production in this space? Well, the funny thing is I 
I was a relaxed girl. I love my relaxer. I used to get my hair done by one of the best, Oscar James, who is well known in the industry. But my scalp was dying. I literally went to a trichologist and he said, keep it up and you will be bald by 40. You went to a who? Trichologist, which is an actual scalp doctor, not a dermatologist, a trichologist. So if you have any scalp issues, that's who you need to go see. So I went to that person and they basically said, listen, this $100 shampoo that you're using every week to prevent your scalp from just dying is really not helping your hair. So me being type A personality, I'm like, you know what? I'm not about that transition in life because if I feel a wave, I'm about to slap some relax in my hair. I went in my bathroom on January 1st, 2012 and shaved my head bald. Walked out of my bathroom and everybody in my house was like, oh, so we're doing that? Got some looks. Nobody talked to me. Funny story, I went to my job uh, on the 3rd after New Year's and my boss called me into the office and asked me if I had cancer. No. I swear. I was like, really, Joe? We doing this? I was like, sir, we did not wake up in the bed together. You do not need to know how my hair is. Understand it does not affect my job. My job. But I'm I mean, here. I went from a dope ass Anita Baker, Gina Pinkett cut, to being bald-headed. So once I got... Wait, hold on. Like literally scalp? Scalp. Scalp. Not even like a Caesar, nope. not even no. a little fade, a little part. Like, Are you serious? Like, I just wanted to be able to just brush it and go. Because I, I felt like I needed to take all the toxins out of my hair in order to see what I needed to have. And the reality is, it still took some time because you still are dealing with the, the stages of the chemicals in your scalp. So it took me another six to five months, or five to six months, to keep cutting the hair off that was growing out that was still right, had a little... still had the still, red exactly, exactly, exactly. So wait, you cut your head. Did you at least feel the shape of your head to see if you had Her, any tents no, or anything? No, and then I was like, ooh, I don't know if my mother loves me because the back of my head was a little bit on the flat side. I was like, <laughs> well, did she leave me in this crib too long? I was like, mm, my shape, and I have a big head. So I was like, wow, really? But I was like, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. It is what it is. And then I started going to natural hair events, and they were trash. They weren't starting on time. The people that they said were showing weren't showing up. The bags were trash. And I'm like, you know what? If you really want quality, then you have to produce it yourself. And that's how it started. I'm like, I'm going to crawl before I can walk. I'm going to start with a tribe. I started a meetup page. Little by little had people joining. Started an Instagram page. And slowly but surely, my first event had 50 people, 25 vendors, all free.com. They just gave me products. We had at a bowling out. No, at a pool hall. It was called Cues and Curls. Yes. And I broke even. Did not make any money that from it. That was the name of the pool that hall. Was, no, the name of the, the pool hall was Slate. Okay. But the name of the event was, was Cues and Curls. Okay. Everything for me is themed-wise. I, yes, I, I, I love so. it, yes. And we had a ball. We talked about hair. We had some brands there. And people realized that I was the person that when I said I was going to do something, I was going to do it. Mm -hmm. So they knew that they would have a good time with me, fun. They'd have some good products to get a little bit of education. Mm -hmm. And slowly but surely, seven years later, I'm putting on major activations for big brands. I have one of the largest hair expos in New York. And I love it. It's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but I would not trade it for the world. from New York, you also produce events in other cities. Like yes. Austin, um, Cleveland, Ohio, Miami, Atlanta, Detroit, um, Jamaica, England, um, where else have I gone? Um, Chicago, uh, Philadelphia.
Philadelphia. I'll go anywhere. And you were at New Orleans, you were at Essence Fest yes. in New Orleans? So I do produce um, a large-scale beauty carnival experience for Palmers, which is one of my clients in Essence. I've been doing that for the last three years. That is truly no joke. <laughs> we give out 20,000 swag bags in three days. Whoa. Girl. Girl. Wait, hold. Someone has to put those things oh, together. Oh, we don't put them together. No, so thank you. That would be going right back to corporate America. We actually outsource that. Praise okay. Jesus. We outsource that. But still, you, you know you have the setup. You're dealing with... So what I do is they hire me to produce the event, design kind of the elements of it, and hire the, the influencers, the booth workers, the photographer, videographer. So I'm basically managing it. Okay. And I think the reason why I do that so well is because in corporate America, I was a project manager. Right. I worked with numerous construction managers at a time. So I could have 12 projects, 16 different people. And I also have three sons mm-hmm. who are six years apart. So they all have different things going on in life. And so I'm very organized and I know how to kind of manage people and, and you know, ex, you know, get the expectations out of them. What I need and then I can get out of them, basically. I'm busy. I'm still, I'm still on the, I'm still on the twenty thousand bag, girl. Because I can't even fathom outsourcing that because I'm so accustomed to doing things. Hands on. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so accustomed to doing oh, it. Oh yeah. Myself. I mean, I'm even not at the point in my personal life. So for Hugh, we have five hundred bags and we make them ourselves, and that is no joke. By the end of the day, my back is on fire. So I cannot even imagine fifteen hundred, let alone twenty thousand bags. That's a lot. You have to. There's no way. That's a lot. You need uniformity. You need consistency. You need them. A certain way, they definitely outsource it. But look, they got coins. They can do it. They can afford it. Ain't a problem for them. Farmers has coins. Exactly. They got coins. They have coins. Please. So, what was the first event that you produced? That was the curl and. That's the Bowling Alley? The Bowling was the first pers- event that I produced for myself. Okay. Um, the first major event that I produced for another brand, I want to say Tropic Owl Living, which is near and dear to my heart. It's a Jamaican brand. Um, Lois Hines Reed, she's actually from the Bronx, Okay. started her casserole line, literally pushing it in shopping carts and taking it to different places, uptown Bronx um, and in Harlem. She had a 25th year anniversary party in Atlanta, so she wanted me to produce that. Um, the party's a little bit different because it's more of a vibe. So it's more like, you know, just creating a visual and a look, but you still got to deal with, you know, the, the bartender and the, and the caterer and making sure that the venue does X, Y, and Z and creating bags and that sort of thing. Um, and then I also produced a large-scale event for her in Jamaica, which is very interesting because when you're dealing with international global events, you have to deal with customs. So you got to make sure that whatever you want to get in Jamaica gets there. Hello. Well, at, least you, at least it wasn't a fire event. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Exactly. Yeah, no, but that was amazing. We had 25 influencers come to Jamaica. We were in Ocho Rios. The visuals behind it were amazing. We had our own yacht um, and had a a drone that kind of went over the the boat. It was just just amazing. And again, these influencers, none of them got paid. They all came on the strength of the relationship they have with me and the brand. And you don't get that with influencers nowadays. They all want their point. This is because that's how they that's how they eat. And I'm not mad at that either because I also a sidebar thing that I do at one point in time I used to manage influencers. So I'd be the muscle. I'd be the bad cop. Like uh, you need to pay my client. This is the rate. We're not negotiating it. I stopped doing that per se because it became very much like having a bunch of daughters that I didn't want. Um, and then chicks ain't loyal. You know, once they realize they've gotten as much out of you, next thing you know, you see on Instagram that they've got management. And, you know, and, and my thing is like, I'm not fighting you to get you work. You want to move on? Great. 
but what I gave them was so much more than an agency. I was a person that would check them on their BS. I was a person that would be like, do you really want to post that? Do you think that looks appropriate? Or you got a boogie in your nose? Or your hair looks bad? I was that mom. So it became a lot for me, and I'm like, you know what? I'd rather just focus on the brand relationships as opposed to the influencer relationships. I still have them. Right. Few, few girls I get work for it as much as possible because I love them to death. But I don't expect anything from it, and I also tell them to hunt your own your own fish because I'm not here for you only. Um, I'm sorry. Did you hear that? 20,000 bags. And remember, she is a company of one. Process that for a minute. The next time you have an event, huh? When putting your events together, what memories, what impression do you want all participants to, to leave with, to walk away with? I want them to feel like I, this event was made for me. I am a partner in Natural Partners in Crime. That's why there's an S there. Because it really is just me. But everyone that comes to my event is a partner. I want you to get to know me if possible. Most people know my name. Hey, Sabrina girl, what's going on? Da -da -da. And I want you to get something out of it. Whether it be a brand product that you fall in love with. Maybe it's a clothing line, a t-shirt, a piece of jewelry. Maybe it's getting to hug an influencer. I want you to leave there knowing that you've been valued. Because there's way too many events where people spend money. And they actually leave the event feeling bad about themselves. Mm. Like, I don't fit in. Oh, I, I'm not that person. My hair doesn't look this way. I don't have Are that bag. Serious? Oh, for real. I've been to those events. So I'm like, really? That's what we're doing here? Oh, I gotta be a size two and, and fake boobs and a fake butt? And okay. Yeah. Like, my events, you. you have young girls who are struggling to embrace their natural hair. You have older women who are suffering with alopecia and hair loss who are really just trying to make it. I want them all to feel like they belong. If I'm not doing that, I'm failing. What is the, I guess so then you answered the next question was, what's message? What's your message in terms of all of your events? I, the main message is that your journey is your journey. A lot of us, again, like I said, we started getting relaxers at a very young age. We don't know our texture. And social media and, and, and this industry and this world will have you thinking that everybody wakes up with just curly, wash-and-go hair. That's not the reality of it. I want you to embrace what you have in your scalp and understand that you are special. No one is like you. And that's from the top of your head to the tip of your toes. Embrace that. That's the most important thing to me. So when people come to me like, oh, I want my hair to look like yours. No, 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 no. You want your hair to look like yours. Right. I want you to have healthy hair, moisturized hair, but you're not going to have my hair. I can have a twin because you're not going to have my hair. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Shoot that, shoot that. So what's next for you? Natural Partners in Crime, what's Ooh. next? So 2020, we dropped our new... Um, venues, or not venues, the new stops. So for 2020 Hue, definitely doing Austin again during South by Southwest. That's my baby. New York, you know how. I don't play. I'll be doing New York until I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> I love New York. I rock for my people as much as possible. And we're adding Atlanta. Atlanta, I always feel a little funny style about because I don't know how y'all like to support, but I am definitely bringing a natural hair event to Atlanta. Um, in between that, you know, there's a lot of things I do for brands behind the scenes. I'm finally launching my website. I've always been kind of an introvert in regards to putting out what I do, mm -hmm. but now it's shit or get off the pot. Right. So I really have to let people know, oh, all these campaigns you've been seeing on social media, that is Natural Partners and Crime Production. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of them out there. And it also adds weight to when I reach out to bigger brands, they can actually have a landing page to go to to see what I'm doing. Right, right, right. Um, 
And then I'm open. I really want to start doing more events like I used to back in the day for New York. New York is my people. I love intimate events. I love 1,500 people walking through the door, but I like 50 people events mm-hmm. where we can sit and kiki and talk shit and like just do like what sisters do. Mm-hmm. So that would be my goal to try and do one of them before the year is out. <laughs> hint, hint. Hint, hint. Um, and try and do that more consistently in 2020. Uh, travel. I love to travel. So anybody who needs an event anywhere outside of New York, you need me to produce it, <laughs> call me. <laughs> I will do it for you. The one thing I have to say, though, I only work with people I like or I love. You have to feel some I have to feel some kind of way. I know some people like the coin. I love the coin, too. But if I don't have that. You don't like the person. If, I, the if I don't get that, if you give me an idea and it's trash, I'm going to be honest with you, I can't do it. I need to get them butterflies in my stomach. Right. I need exactly. to know that I'm going exactly. to be able to freak it. Otherwise, you just just horn yourself out. Right. Real talk. I'm, I'm and, and there's a lot of events that I go to. I'm like, oh, this person just is getting paid. Because this, you can tell there's soul missing from it. Mm. Like, it's flat. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's pretty. There's great drinks and it's cocktail, but it's flat. Everybody in here is plastic and robotic and just mm-hmm. here for the gram. No. I don't even have a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If anything, you ask anybody natural part of them, you have a good-ass time at my events. Point blank. I like a good, we like a good time. Hello, I why like not? Yeah, who doesn't? Shoot. I like a good time. So... Where can people find Natural Partners in Crime? What, what are the social media hashtags or all that? Oh, Lord. Okay, so Instagram is Natural Partners in Crime. Um, the Hue Affair is Hue Affair on Instagram. Uh, website will be coming soon, hopefully by the end of August, and that's www.naturalpartnersincrime.com. I'm on Twitter. I don't even use it. I just hit the Twitter button and it goes there. Maybe <laughs> Facebook. I don't basically use that. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm open. If anybody has questions about hair, events, I tell people to slide in my DMs. I answer my DMs. You do. You do I do. Them. I feel do. some kind of way about people who do not respond to their DMs and emails. Like, there is no reason why in 48 hours you're not responding to emails. Right. Like, it's real talk. Right. No, I get you. Yeah, you do respond to DMs. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a professional way to go. Whoop. Yep. Whoop. And on that note, life in the key of them, that's your partners in crime. Yeah. It's real. All right, y'all. It was a long overdue and much needed reunion and so glad that it happened. I had a wonderful time conversing with Sabrina and and hearing her share her story, her passion, her commitment. Bigger than networking because networking can can sound a bit cold at times, but yes, yeah, a sense of connectivity. And follow Sabrina and the Natural Partners in Crime brand on any social media platform in which you find them. Be on the lookout for the next Hue Affair event. It's, it was wonderful. I learned a lot. I really did. And so super duper happy for her because she puts in that work and her events are top notch. I only aspire to produce events on that level. Another marvelous being on Life in the Key of M. Until the next episode, thank you very much for listening. And guess what? Tell a friend, subscribe, and guess what? Leave a voice message on Anchor FM. You can do that. I like to hear your feedback, all right, from your voice, live and direct, by way of a recording. But you know what I mean. Listen to Life in the Key of M, the podcast, on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and SoundCloud. Come on, be marvelous and subscribe. Tell a friend to do the same.